I would you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. This is Bronga Victorious, and I welcome you to yet another insightful and exciting episode of the Woman of Fellowship Daily Devotional. Oh my goodness, I'm excited about what the Lord is doing in our lives in this season. The month of July has been declared by the Spirit of God, our month of financial rest. And God has been showing himself or proving himself to us mightily as he brings his word to pass in our lives. So in this month and also in the month of August, we will be doing an in-depth study on the person of Jesus Christ. Who is Jesus Christ? We'll be searching through the word and the scriptures to find out what the word says concerning our Lord Jesus Christ. Many people have got their own Um, misconceptions and distorted views about the Lord Jesus Christ but the Word of God reveals who the Lord Jesus Christ is now Jesus is our message and so if he's the message that we preach it is then our responsibility to bring men to the knowledge of Christ and so both in these months the month of July and August will be taking an in-depth look on the person of Jesus Christ as we bring to you the revelation of Jesus Christ. I look forward to sharing with you the beauty of God's word and I believe that your life will not remain the same as you walk in the knowledge of who Jesus is and you enjoy fellowship with him. Thank you very much. Stay tuned. I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. I welcome you to another exciting and insightful episode of the Woman of Fellowship Daily Devotional. It is always an honor and a great pleasure to be sharing the beauty of God's word with you. Yes, um, this month of July and the month of August, we will be um, focusing on the revelation of Jesus. Who is Jesus? What is it that he came to do for us? And who are you in him? Um, We are just putting our focus on um, what matters most. And Christ is the message. And if we do not have the revelation of Jesus, we are lost because we would not know who we are as well. So journey with me um, throughout um, this whole time in these two months as we will be sharing God's word and seeing the revelation of the truth of who Jesus is in the Word of God. So um, today we'll be looking at um, another beautiful truth about the Lord Jesus, that he is the express image of God. But before we do that, I just want us to pray. Join me in prayer as I do so. Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love and your kindness. We appreciate you, Heavenly Father. We love you more than words could ever say. And thank you for loving us beyond comprehension. Thank you for loving us unconditionally. Lord, we thank you for your word that is alive and active. Yes, Lord, thank you because it is in your word that we are able to find reality. It is in your word that we are awakened to the truth of who you are. And Lord, as you express yourself through the Son, yes, O greater am, yes, we are able to know you even the more. Heavenly Father, I pray for each and every person listening under the sound of my voice at this moment. Lord, that you would fill the hunger and thirst that they have for you. As the knowledge of your word comes, O Heavenly Father, may it step faith in their hearts. And O greater am, may they come into the precise, intimate, and accurate knowledge of Christ 
Oh, greater, um, I pray for each and every person, every woman that, oh, Heavenly Father, has yielded themselves to the ministry of your word, that your word will make them what it talks about. And so, greater, I am, that it will come alive in them and through them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So, um, we are focusing today on who Jesus is um, based on um, the many truths that we find on the word. Now, Today, I want us to look at the, uh, Jesus as the express image of God. Um, but before we get into that, I know that um, I was talking to somebody the other day and they had comments or other questions because when we say this is Woman of Fellowship Daily Devotional, it, 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 perhaps a person would think that uh, we have some secrets that we share with women regarding being a woman and so perhaps it would be something that any other person or rather man would not relate with or relate to. But the truth is that it is a devotional focusing on women, not on women issues. We can address such things, but the truth is that what we focus on is Christ being the message that we preach. Um, what I've come to realize, and by the leading of God's Spirit, um, I focus on women through women of fellowship simply because women have fallen prey to um the the, the devices and craftiness of the, the of the devil and deception of the devil that um they become uh, victims of false teachings and doctrines so much so that they are lost because the devil sees how thirsty they are and how hungry they are for the things of God and when you look at how um, in the many churches you see today, women make up most uh, most of the membership. And so they're in different places, longing and thirsty for God, willing to serve God. But if they're not filled with the knowledge of Christ, they find themselves lost. It is only in the knowledge of Christ that we are able to know who we are. And if as a woman you are ever going to be able um, to walk in the fullness of your calling, fulfill destiny, and even be effective in any role that God has called you to fulfill, you would first have to understand who you are. You would first need to know what it is that God has given to you, how much grace has been made available to you. But first and foremost, that comes with knowing who Christ is. And so this is the reason why um, our devotional is centered on the word, centered on Christ himself being reality and the truth. So we're not sharing recipes on how to make um, or bake some cake or whatever, make your favorite dish. But truth is, we are sharing truths of God's word. And so this is what we're awakening women to. Um, now, without any further ado, I just want us to continue. I just wanted to clear that with everybody to know that this is the truth of the matter. And this is what we are all about. And, and as we further um, fulfilling the purposes of God, concerning womankind. Now, Jesus, he is the express image of God. I want us to take a look at Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Hallelujah. Now, this is awesome and inspiring. Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God. And this was seen in Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 to 16. Let, let us read that. Let us read Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. 
it is beautiful to know that um, the word of God carries the revelation of Christ. And without that revelation, it is impossible to know who God is. Many times we wonder, and people have questions. I've had people wonder who Jesus is, what he came to do, why he came. And in our past podcast, we explained that Jesus is the savior of the world. And that's when we looked at um, what God intended to do through Jesus and by him coming into the world. Now, I want us to look at um, um, who Jesus is, and we say he is the express image of God. And in the book of Colossians chapter 1, verse Colossians chapter 1, verse um, 15 and 16, it says, Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation? For in him were all things created, in the heavens and upon the earth, things visible and things invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things have been created through him and unto him. Hallelujah. And he is before all things. And in him, all things consist. Wow, this is just beautiful. Now, from all of this, I want us to focus on the word image. Now, that word image is the Greek icon, which is translated to icon in English. Colossians 1 verse 15 tells us that Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. That means he's the outward expression of the invisible God. To see Jesus is to see God. In John chapter 14, verse 8 to 9, when Philip asked, Lord, show us the Father. Jesus responded and said, He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how says thou then, show us the Father? Jesus is the perfect image and replica of the Godhead. He is the express image of the Father's person. The father's joy, the father joyfully appointed him to be the heir of all things, including his throne. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says that it pleased the father that in him, talking about Jesus, should all fullness dwell. Colossians 1 verse 19. The Colo- and, then, and then Colossians chapter 2 9 says, let us know, it lets us know that in him, and talking about Jesus once again, dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He is the complete embodiment of deity. So if you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. He is the perfect imprint, the icon of the unseen God. Without Jesus, God is only an idea. An idea that does not make sense to the human mind. So he, Jesus, is the perfect personification of the abstract idealism of God. I'm going to say this again. God is only an idea that does not make sense to the human mind. So Jesus is the perfect personification of the abstract idealism of God. Now Jesus said in John chapter 10 verse 30, I and the Father are one. When he said this, the Jews, not knowing who he was, said he was blaspheming, and they attempted to stone him to death. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works have I shewed you from my Father. 
For which of those works do ye stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy, and because that thou, being a man, makest thyself God. And these, and these verses come from John chapter, 10, um, John chapter 10, from 31 to 33. Now, they understood the implication of what he said. Jesus is one with the Father. He's the complete embodiment of deity. So when Jesus was saying he's one with God, they understood that, that it must mean he is God. It must mean he's the express image of God. Now, what does this mean for you? Because I keep saying or making reference to the fact that when we know who Christ is, when we understand what he has done, it helps us know who we are in him. I want us to consider Hebrews chapter 12. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews chapter 12, I believe it's verse 1. Let me just confirm that for you. Hebrews chapter 12. Now, I want to help you understand what it means to know who Jesus is and how can it help you. If we say it helps you know who you are, in what way? So you now know. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Yes. Um, now that you know that he's the express image of the Father, how does that help you? What business does that have with you and all your life's affairs and what you do with your life? Now, everything the Father is and has is in Jesus. And as I've noted that Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 says, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He's the expression of the totality of divinity. Now, you can understand why he said, he that had seen me had seen the Father. In the 11th verse of John chapter 14, he says, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Therefore, to behold Jesus, as we have read, I said now, looking unto Jesus, and I want to help you understand, how do you look unto him? First of all, you look unto him with understanding as to who he is, when you have revelation of who he is. So looking unto him now, the author and finisher of our faith, now, as we behold him, beholding Jesus, it means we are beholding the Father. Today we see him in the word, for he is the living word. He is the beauty of God. Another beautiful thing is that the more you know Jesus, the more you see yourself in him and see yourself through the word. The more you know and see yourself because you are in him. You can't know Jesus without discovering yourself. The Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. How do we know how he is if we do not have revelation? And now if we do not know how he is, we will not be like him. So as he is, so are we in this world. And this we see in 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. So to know him is to know yourself. No wonder the Bible says, but with, we all with open face beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. The glory 
of God is Jesus Christ. He's the effulgence of brightness of God's glory and the express image of his person as we have seen in our opening verse. Thus, as you behold, looking unto Jesus, as you behold him, you are beholding the glory of God. And as you behold the glory of God in the mirror of God's word, you are transfigured from glory to glory. The more you behold him in the word, the more you see that you are exactly like him. Hallelujah. The perfect reflection and reflector of God's glory. Now, when you keep your eyes on him and you are continually metamorphosed from glory to glory, James chapter 125 says, anyone who continues to look is blessed. So anyone who continues to look in this mirror, in this glass, the mirror of God's word is blessed. In other words, he's like a tree planted by the rivers of water, forever fruitful, productive, and prosperous in all things. Now, why wouldn't we want to bring revelation of Christ or the revelation of Christ to women? If we, will, if we, if we want to prosper as women in any area of, of our lives, if we want to be effective, if we want to live and forfeit lives. It means we have to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. But how do we look unto him if we do not know how he is? Revelation of who he is is what matters. So we look unto him and we are changed into the same, into the same image and likeness. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the effulgence of God's glory. Rather, the Father's glory. The express image of his person. And that is exactly what we are today. The Bible says we're created in his image and his likeness. You are born to be the glory of God. Now, Colossians 1 27 says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. That doesn't mean the glory is coming because Christ is in you. Rather, it means the glory has come because Christ is in you. It is not coming, but it is in you. Second Corinthians, as I've explained, Second Corinthians 3.18 says that we look at the glory of God in a mirror. We are also metam uh, metamorphosed, changed into the same image that we see. And the image we see is the glory of God. So not only do we have the glory in us, we are that glory. So we shine forth. And I mentioned something in yesterday's podcast. And I said, when Jesus said that he's the light, and then he says something about us being the light. And then he says, it says also the entrance of God's word brings light and understanding to the simple. So the entrance, when we allow Jesus into our lives, allow him in our affairs through the written word of God, when we embrace the word, we are embracing Jesus himself. And then he brings illumination in our lives. That is why a woman of fellowship cannot walk in darkness, cannot walk in darkness because not only does she have light from Jesus, but she then becomes the light in her world. When gross darkness covers the earth, she is the light of God. And so in the, same, in the same light, when we understand that Jesus is the express image of God, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 120, it says, let us make men in our own image. God's initial idea and purpose was to have men be like him. It was to have us to be like him. So Jesus restored us back to our place. When we understand that he's the express image of God, we are also the same into our world. So when the world wants to know who is Jesus, who is God, we show up and we say we are the effulgence of God's glory. We are God in the flesh. 
I know it sounds quite crazy to say we are God in the flesh, but that's the truth. That is the truth. And just like Jesus, the word made flesh, we are just that. No wonder our heavenly father is called the father of glory. The church is the glory of God. That reflection, that glory that you see when you look into the mirror, which is the word, it is who you really are. The revelations communicated to us in the New Testament are the revelations or are the reflections of your identity and glory in Christ Jesus. So keep looking into the mirror of God's word. Keep studying and meditating on the word. And as you do, you will be constantly transfigured from glory to glory. Even now, you need to rejoice and declare, I am the glory of God. I exude and manifest righteousness, excellence and perfection today and always. My life is on is one of ever-increasing glory because that is who you are. So we cannot neglect who, who Christ is or his revelation. Otherwise, we'll never know who we are. So when people complain about maybe the devotional not being too womanish, it is funny because it means we are depriving women from the knowledge that could set them up for success in their lives. Because nothing can ever be impossible for a woman that knows who she is in Christ. Nothing can ever be impossible or nothing can ever limit a woman who knows that she's got the life of God in her. Nothing can ever be impossible, even stop a woman that knows that um, she is like Christ as he is in this moment. And how is Christ? He's the glorified Christ. So if, 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 if we know that we are seated in, 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 in heavenly places together with Christ in authority, Imagine how much you can take charge in your life, in your finances, in your family. Perhaps there's some certain challenges in your marriage. But if you know who you are in Christ, you know how to handle the situation. You're not going to whimper and cry and weep like a woman who's, who does not have power. But you stand and rise in authority and tell the devil off. You tell him what to get off. When you're struggling with your children because you know who you are in Christ. You know what to do. When they've gone wayward, you know how to handle the situation because you know who you are in Christ. You stand in your authority in Christ Jesus. So this thing, when we share the word, the beauty of God's word with, with women, the revelation of Christ, unveiling him for who he is so that we behold him, looking un, unto him, the author and finisher of our faith. We know what we are talking about. It means that we want to point them to what really matters, and that is Christ. And so I, 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 I hope and I pray for you that you would know one, one, one truth, one thing, that if Christ is the express image of God, it makes you the expression of the glory of God as he is. So I encourage you to reflect, look at look at the mirror of God's word. Find out who Christ is and find who you are. We're going to end today's uh, podcast. We're just going to end it here. We're not going to make mention of many points like we did on the previous one where we looked at many things. But we're going to end it here. And I want you to meditate on this beautiful truth, who you are in Christ, who you have become. Because this is what matters. Who Christ is. Who you are in him. And this is how you can live a victorious life. Thank you very much for your time. And I hope that you've been blessed. And until I come to you again, keep your faith aflame.